Welcome to the Crimson Circle Connection Center. We're here for the Crimson Circle monthly meeting, the Shoud. As you know, this is our last, last Shoud from this series, the Wings series. So, we're just about ready. Jeff is getting ready to channel for us. So I invite each of us, whether you're listening on crimsoncircle.com, watching on crimsoncircle.com, or listening to Blog Talk Radio, welcome for being here with us, with our studio audience, a full studio audience ready here for our summer party after the shout. So with all that, I simply like to request that we all Take the good deep breath. Take the deep and conscious breath. That deep flowing breath. This is the breath that creates the I exist. I am here. Adamus invites that conscious breath always. He invites us to breathe with allowing the single most valuable tool. So take that good deep breath of allowing as we open to this shout. Take the good deep breath and feel into the energies as the energies move close for Jeff, for us. Take the good deep breath, breathe it in. Open your senses, all of them. Breathing, breathing, feeling, opening the senses. And the music's going to play. And I invite you to stay with that breath. Breathe in that music and feel the potentials we all have for change. Breathe it in. Breathe it in and feel it. Change. 
After all these years, why can't I change my ways? I find it so strange. After all these years, I'm still more or less the same. Whoever I Take whatever I give. I'm still running in the same old race. Whatever choice I make, whatever road I take, well, I still wind up in the same old place. So why, why can't I change? After all these years, why can't I change my ways? Why can't I change? Oh, I find it so strange. But after all these years, I'm still more or less the same. I'm more or less the same. I am that I am, Adamus of St. Germain. Let's take a good deep breath together as we begin this last shout of the Wing Series. Ah, the energy here with all of you is so rich today. I'm coming in a little bit more St. Germain than normal. You know, Adamus is, um, is Calder explained, Adamus is, is St. Germain, uh, and all of you, Calder, Linda, everybody. It was an interesting act of consciousness to create Adamus. It had to be something that um, wasn't too much like the old St. Germain. That served a purpose. A lot of good information many, many decades ago. A lot of people still reading it, still following it. But for Chambro, I had to design something a little different, with a little bit more spice in it, a little bit more uh, what you call the pirate energy in it, something a little bit irreverent. Otherwise, you'd have all fallen asleep. <laughs> and we don't want that. You know, how many, how many New Age things have you been to in the past where it was really sleepy? Really sleepy. As a matter of fact, they did a lot of inviting you to close your eyes. We don't do that here. Eyes open, eyes wide open, so you can see exactly where you're going, so you can be in the experience. Even what you consider a, a bad day, a crappy day, oh, what an experience, and what stories you're going to have to tell at the Ascended Masters Club. So Adamus was a carefully crafted act of consciousness, and someday Someday we'll just blow up Adamus. That's it. No more, no more Adamus. 
You won't need it. The world won't need it because they're going to have you instead of Adamus. But what a, what a great run we've been having together. We've got a little bit more way to go. What a great run we've been having together with this act of consciousness known as Adamus. As for me, St. Germain, it's probably, probably been more fun, definitely been more fun than any other character, including my Shakespearean characters. Uh, truly, uh, because this one is um, this character that all of you are, along with me, is more spur of the moment, uh, is more um, humorous, is more provocative, more profound. Uh, it's been amazing. I, it's going to be hard at some point to hang up that character uh, that we're all playing, the Adamus character. But in the meantime, we've got some things to do. Uh, we've got some work to do. You know, we're finishing the Wings series. Wings, like, like emerging out of the cocoon, getting ready to go, that, that butterfly almost in being. We're going into our next series next month. Things are going to change. The energy dynamics are going to change for you, for, for me. I'm calling this next series the – it took a little time, and I actually did have to do some consulting at the Ascended Masters Club. By the way, some of you wonder, is there really such a place? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Where oh, over 9,700 of us get together. Uh, we've all been in human form before. We know what it's like. We get together to talk, to share, drink a lot without getting a hangover, smoke bad cigars and good cigars. Uh, but yes, there is such a place. And it won't be too long before you're there as well, uh, before you're in that Ascended Masters Club. But planning ahead, looking into what comes next. I came up with a name for the next series, talked to some of the Ascended Masters about it, and some of them were actually in a little bit of shock. Uh, using this terminology for our next Shoud series, saying, are you really ready? Are you really ready? And I said, well, certainly, I, I, I certainly feel so. They said, but Adamus, it just – it seems like so many Shambra want to kind of keep working on working on things. Uh, they want to keep uh, the, the searching and the seeking. And I said, oh, yeah, that's true. But we're not going to let them, because there are enough Chambra who are already coming into realization. Bits and pieces, maybe, large realizations one day, next day in the dumps, of course. But there's enough who are coming into it, and enough Chambra who have actually crossed over now into the other uh, side. There are, and the number, I guess, is not coincidental. As of today, 144 Chambra have crossed over and allowed their enlightenment. They didn't stay in the physical body, and they don't really regret it. I mean, they kind of wish they were here in the physical body, but when you come to that point of um, realization, particularly on your deathbed, there's really no regrets uh, of not having stayed. 
But we've come to that point. The, the, there's enough mass, enough critical mass in what we're doing. We are ready. Even my messenger, my channeler, Caldra, even he questioned me, believe it or not, and said, are you really going to use that name? Are, are we really ready? I put it back on him. Are you ready, sir? A little bit of a shock. And, and then, you know what, as is typical of so many of you when you get the microphone, I'm asking Caldra, are, are you ready? And you know what he did? He said, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. All they needed was a yes or a no, but I'll think about it. Doesn't that sound kind of like, I don't know? Doesn't that sound like a lot of you? It's here. It's, it's ready. And so I'm calling the new series the Emergence Series. You know, you submerged, in a manner of speaking, into life cycles on this planet. You came from the angelic realms. You dove down onto this planet, Gaia. Well, she's leaving now anyway, but you dove down here to take on a physical body, which is highly unnatural. Uh, you've gotten used to it after God knows how many billions of years, but you've kind of gotten used to the physical body, but it's still unnatural. You know, you, you, you know its quirks, its idiosyncrasies. Uh, you know it gets sick and farts and does stuff like that. <laughs> and it's still kind of unnatural. Uh, it never was meant to be a natural state. And thank goodness you're shifting out of it now. But you submerge down here. It's kind of like uh, you started up here, and you dove down to the planet and started going through lifetime after lifetime after lifetime for no other reason than experience. No tests. No, no, it's not to try to win favor back from God, because God just doesn't give a damn. Uh, that's the beauty of God, I found out a long time ago. God, God doesn't give a shit. Uh, about, you know, it, I say that to kind of shake some of you up, but doesn't doesn't care. That's the good news. You, you'll, if you don't understand it now, you'll understand later. just doesn't care. But anyway, you come down here and go through all of these lifetimes just for experience. That's it. Not to get more power, not to be uh, some god in your own right, nothing of the sorts, just experience. And then you kind of you come to the bottom and you start working your way up kind of coming out of that circle of lifetimes. You go through your awakening and all the rest of that, and now, where we are, come full circle, and now emerging out of unnatural states, emerging out of the physical body, emerging out of the limitations of the mind, emerging out of old identities, beautiful stories, but emerging through them now. So I call our next series, starting next month, the Emergence Series. And the question, again, from the Ascended Masters and from Calder, are we really ready? I mean, is this, is this the time for realization? And the answer is definitely yes. Yes. It, 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 why, why carry this out any longer? Why, why stretch this out any longer? There are enough of you who are coming into realization already. There is enough um, 
you could say, anti-gravity at work right now. Enough of you who are – you're not just on the fence anymore, you're kind of tipping into realization. And I may just come along and push you into it if I have to. Why wait any longer? Why continue to think about it? Why continue to work on things? The – some of the – some of the issues, some of the things standing in your way, we're just going to blow up. We're just going to blow them up. And I have to tell you right now, the biggest thing standing in your way is you, <laughs> the, the human self. And we're going to have fun blowing it up. We're going to have fun getting it out of the way. It's, they're like big boulders in the road, kind of, kind of keeping the, the natural flow from happening. We'll just blow it up. A human will be okay in the process, and the human is actually secretly, maybe not so secretly, hoping we're going to blow it up. Uh, and the human is, is, in a way, screaming, oh, you can't blow things up, you shouldn't talk like that, Adama said, blow things up, and peace and love and joy. Now we're just going to blow it up. And the human is going to be so thankful for this. You know, because the human's been sitting there watching these boulders in the road for a long time, wondering about the boulders in the road. Why did the boulders get there? What are the boulders trying to tell me? Uh, <laughs> can can uh, it may, maybe if I call some other people with boulders, we can all talk about our boulders <laughs> in the road, and nothing gets done. Uh, there's so little left right now. It's actually it's actually kind of scary in a way, but but kind of fun in a way. But starting in our next series, we're just going to do it. New life, emergence getting past all that junk that's been hanging around there, it's time. I know – yeah, feel into the energies here for a moment, in, in the room online. Just feel into the energies. I say, we're going to go into the Emergence series. Oh, crap. Oh, yes. Oh, crap. Oh, yes. Oh, crap. Are we really ready? Yes, we are. I don't think so. Uh, it's, it's kind of an interesting conflict if you stand back and feel it for a moment. And then, of course, the human, what's going to happen? And the master, who gives a damn? <laughs> and the I am saying, hey, walk into your creation. That's it. That's it. It doesn't matter what happens. The emergence is really now about walking into your creation, not God's creation. Actually, God really doesn't create. God does not create. That's, a, that's false. You're going to be walking into your conscious creations. So what would there be to worry about? I mean, it's yours with the wisdom of the Master, the consciousness of the I Am. Well, that's what we're doing now, the emergence. If anything that you'd have to not worry about, but You'd have to be aware of anything as we come into realization. It's going to set you apart from mass consciousness, other people, more than ever. It's going to make you feel more different than ever before, maybe more difficult to handle some of the things, but that calms down after a bit. And it's you find that you are so in a place of um, 
Oh, allowing. Calder was going to say peace, but I don't want to use that word. You're going to be in such a place of allowing with yourself, with the human, the master, the I am, that pretty soon the other people aren't going to – it's not going to bother you as much. Some of you have become super sensitive to noises, to other people's energy, uh, to just being in cities, to, uh, to to the air, to everything around you, to the invisible energies that are everywhere, whether it's from a a mobile phone or a a TV station or just uh, noises, you've gotten really super sensitive to that. But that settles in because you come to the profound realization, not just mental, but you really realize, that's not mine. None of that is mine. And you can be very accepting. And it doesn't have to torment you. You don't have to, you don't have to be struggling with those energies and your sensitivity. Suddenly, they just go right through, and it's like, oh, I'm, I'm aware that they're there. I'm aware that other people's energy can be sometimes very terrible. Uh, I'm aware, but it is not mine anymore. Not mine. And then you realize after that, you know, once in a while you might miss playing in drama. And drama is kind of fun. Sometimes, once in a while, <laughs> you might realize that you say, I, I really miss a good drama. Just like if you've really been watching what you're eating, which you shouldn't, but if you've been watching what you're eating and it's just like, oh, just a pizza. It's been two months, just a pizza. <laughs> Why is it that I, I don't understand? Humans all across the world crave pizzas <laughs> and french fries, uh, they love it. But suddenly you realize, oh, I can have some pizza. I can go into drama and play in it a little bit. But as the master, as, as, say, realizing I'm just playing in it simply for amusement and experience, but it's not mine. So if, if there's anything about your emergence, it's going to be a, a feeling a little bit more distant from other people, from mass consciousness for a while, and that's good. That's good. You know, it's actually been a long, long time of getting there. In other words, you've actually spent lifetimes of feeling as an outsider, lifetimes of feeling that even your biological family is really not yours. You know, how many of you wondered if you were adopted? Uh, how many wished you had been adopted? Uh, <laughs> but it's been lifetimes of feeling of that outsider energy. And you know, one of the biggest challenges that Tobias had when he worked with you was getting you to realize to stop trying to fit in. It just does not work. You, you're just not going to. But you tried anyway through a lot of different things. Oh, how many, how many marriages <laughs> are there out there where you're trying to fit in and be normal? And it didn't work. Uh, and now I think you can accept that point. You can, you can let it go. But, so there will be a little bit more of that kind of that awkwardness of being around other people, uh, being around uh, mass consciousness energy. But then it, it truly smooths out. I, it truly smooths out. And we're not talking 20 years uh, for it to happen within a very short period of time. It smooths out. And there's such a feeling of acceptance for others without feeling sorry for them. Such a feeling of humor without laughing in their faces. But it's such a feeling of humor. Such a, at first, even initially, 
some of you are going to, oh, I just want to take this person and, and shake them and say, here are the, here are the basics. Uh, allow <laughs> and, and breathe. Uh, and uh, here's the basics. And, and then you're going you're gonna to smile to yourself and realize it's not going to do any good. I mean, it's not, they'll, they're on their journey. When they're ready, if they're ever ready, they'll come to you or somebody like you. And oh, in the, in the worst, most desperate moments, uh, the darkest of the dark, the, everything in their life is falling apart. You know what that's like. And that's when they come to you and say, what is it? What is it? Uh, you, I saw this change in your life. What did you do? Uh, was there a certain holy water you drank, or was there a, a, some type of sacred music? You know what that's like. And then you stop and take a deep, deep breath and realize that it's really quite simple. You're going to look back on your own journey. And it's really quite simple, uh, but you made it complex. It's really quite beautiful, but you were always looking at the underbelly of your realization or coming to realization. And it's kind of funny because it's like working with you sometimes, particularly when Tobias worked with you. Oh, it was like arm wrestling every day. Uh, and, and, and the abuse both of us have taken, the, the nasty words we've been called, and the anger and the intolerance. And, and, but we just took a deep breath and smiled because we knew you were going to get here. It, it's a natural journey. We knew you were going to get to this point. And I just kept on repeating things over and over. I, I've been repeating stuff that Tobias said for years, and repeating and, and allowing, and keep and, and allowing. Now it's finally happening. We're here in emergence. It's going to be interesting, uh, our gatherings, our shouts, when we get together like this. Um, they're going to have to take some twists and turns, because it's not just going to be working on trying to beat the old issues out of you, but it's going to be about oh, it's a new way of living, how you're doing it, what's happening. And there'll still be residue uh, of the past. There'll still be some times when the, the, the seduction, the gravities try to pull you back into those old ways. And you know, we're not going to fight those. We're just going to watch them with, with great wisdom and humor. Wisdom and humor. Uh, I, I would say that's kind of where we're going to in the Emergence series. That's a quality that Kuthumi has wisdom and humor. If you could imagine for a moment your life going forward, wisdom and humor, uh, and, and energy serving you, but wisdom and humor, what, what a great way to live. Be wise and funny at the same time. Quite amazing. So all of this, all of this happening, it's amazing. It seems so uh, – sometimes some of you think it's happening so fast. All of this happening as the planet is changing. You know, I talk about some of the planetary changes. Others talk a lot more about it than I do, but talk about the planetary changes uh, on the human consciousness level, on the planet, the, the green planet level. There's a lot of people that still deny 
they're, they're in denial, not, not Schaumber necessarily, but people in general that are in denial about what's happening. They, they don't want to these changes to occur. The changes are all around. They're happening every day, and they're happening faster and faster. So many people kind of hide in, in the shells, hide in their homes or in their jobs and their old ways. They don't want things to change. They want things to stay like they were, maybe just a little bit more polished, just a little bit nicer, but basically the same. And it's going to be impossible. Uh, there are a lot who will ignore all of the changes in the world that are taking place, changes that are occurring faster than ever, ever, ever before. You might have a tendency once in a while to n not want the changes in the planet, uh, to, to kind of keep it like it was. It, it, it's not going to be. It's not going to be bad, or it's not going to be good. It just is. It's just changing. The point is, you've gone through all of these changes. You've actually really, truly led consciousness in a lot of these changes. Now it's happening in the world all around. And pretty soon people are really going to have to wake up and realize the world as they knew it, the world as they've spent many lifetimes experiencing it, is changing quickly. Not just with Gaia leaving, but with technology. And more than that, by consciousness in people. That's really what's changing things. Consciousness in people. Um, what's really going to change the planet is people like you who are choosing to stay here, embodied, realized, not going out and preaching from soapboxes, not not going out and trying to convert anyone, not riding around on bicycles, knocking on doors, but just being in their radiance. That's it, just being in their radiance. That's, that is what is causing more changes. That's, uh, and I talked about it many years ago at uh, what you call the quantum leap. I talked about all the changes occurring on the planet in medicine, technology, finance, manufacturing, energy, everything. And it's all because of consciousness. Wouldn't, wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for consciousness. Not, not just with you, but with many humans across the planet. So let's take a good deep breath with that. We're going into the Emergence series. I, I'd like a really nice video opening uh, f uh, for that that we can play. The Emergence series. We're doing it. We're doing it. And it's taken quite a bit of clearing house, cleaning house too. Had to get ourselves focused. Those who were really, really, really going to allow their embodied realization had to kind of shoo off the others. Uh, because they, well, I'll be real candid, they were just energy feeders. They were riding on the coattails of the very work, the very dedication you're doing here. They were trying to feed off the energies, and we had to, we had to invite them to leave. And they did. So now, the next couple of years, you, other Shambra, me, we're going to get very that's, focused isn't the quite, quite the right word. We're going to get very 
into the experience. There will, there will be clarity about what we're doing the next few years. After that, watch out. There's going to be a whole different ballgame around here. For the next couple of years, uh, we're going to have this close, tight-knit group with a lot of clarity about what we're doing and what we're experiencing. Good, good deep breath with that. Now, Linda, on the microphone, please, because what's well, one of my favorite things to do? It's that time where we do Chambra Wisdom. Linda, on the microphone, please. Okay. Microphone on? No. <laughs> That'd be so embarrassing for so embarrassing to hand somebody the microphone and they're just about to share their wisdom and good. Why are so, you looking at me? Because you're holding the microphone? I I, I that's the controller. Okay. So question. I'm just in service. At the end of our at the end of our gathering last month, talked about something. I said, you know what's happening? It, it, there's this energy, this dynamic. You know, we're getting closer and closer to uh, true, pure realization. What the hell? Why 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 do things kind of keep falling apart? Why why does it seem like you you take two steps forward and five backwards? What's that all about? I said, well, you're testing yourself. It's not spirit doing it. It's not any, anything doing it. You're testing yourself. And it is a it's kind of um, a natural, unnatural phenomena. It's occurred with all the Ascended Masters. You go through a period of really testing yourself. And you're not even conscious of it, but you're testing yourself. You're so close to this realization, you can almost taste it. You've had glimpses of it. You've had an experience, or maybe many experiences. You've had a lot of aha moments, and you just know. You just know it's there. You can almost smell it. You can almost feel it. It's it's so real. It's actually coming into your dreams. Uh, and what's happening in your dreams right now is it's the wisdom of the master coming in and wisdomizing uh, a lot of things that were kind of held deep within. So it's going even into the dream state and cleaning up a lot of the garbage. Uh, and I know the dreams are rather uncomfortable these days, uh, and they seem to go on and on and on because you've held on to those issues forever. But testing yourselves its kind of a, something all the Ascended Masters have done before their realization. When they, re when they realize realization is almost here. Realization of realization causes one to test themselves. So I said last month, I'm backing away. I'm taking a hiatus. Uh, most of the time, I'm around all of you. Most of the time, uh, we have we have long chats sometimes, and I know once in a while you curse me out, but that's okay. That's what I'm here for. But I left, so you would have to deal with yourself and your tests. Uh, so the question uh, – I'll have a number of Shumber Wisdom questions today. The question is, 
How have you been testing yourself? What have you been doing in your life to test yourself? Linda, please. Ew, keep your hands off your toes. Ew. Okay. Uh, we need to get some, uh, what do you call it, antiseptic wipes for Linda in the microphone, please. Yes. Please do not pick your toes before being handed the microphone. Now it's mine. <laughs> yes. How have, How have you been testing yourself? Um, I'm not aware that I tested myself the uh -huh. last month. Okay. Sure. I, I, you don't have to be testing well, yourself. But let's just play a game here. Uh, right. Called active consciousness. What if you were testing yourself? What, what would you be doing? We're just playing a game. What? What would you be doing? Well, it's like you know, if you have been something new, new software, whatever, you want to make sure it works right. Sure. So you know, you do all kinds of tests. And sure, running tests on software. But how about your life? Uncertainties. Uh, are you stuff? running tests like software tests on your life? Well, in a way, I can imagine. You know, when it's like. You want to make sure you want to um, you know get rid of uncertainties. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right. 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 And then. So how have you been testing that yourself? Um. Well, that's a good question. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hello. Yes, it is a good question. It's uh, you know you, the answer can always be uh, I have yet to come to the realization of the answer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Meaning I don't know, but at least you haven't said those words. So testing yourself, just just pretend for a moment. So if I were to test myself, yeah, yeah, what would that be like? How would I do that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. And you're doing it right now, by the way. Right. Yeah. I mean. Thank you, know, Thank you. I guess you know I would think about what to test. Yeah. And then realize it's useless anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm like going to be I'm going to be real blunt because otherwise this would go on and on because this is your test for yourself. Lack of clarity. I'm not sure where I'm going to go to, <laughs> what I'm going to do. Uh, not going to make any commitments. Not. I don't want to. Lack of clarity. So you're constantly testing yourself. Uh, by being unclear, mm -hmm. just like what you're doing on the microphone just now, and I'm clear. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, you're clear in being unclear. In other words, it's a great test for oneself. And I'm not picking on you, but I am because if you sit in these chairs, I'm going to pick. Uh, no, and it's nothing to feel guilty about. It's like, you know, the test is uh, is staying unclear. Yeah. yeah. Can I can I continue to stay unclear? And then you wake up some days and goes, I, I just wished I'd have the answers. I, I wished it would come. I wished the knowingness was going to be there. I wished I really had the the vision of uh, all these things. Yeah, I'm going to go back to being unclear. That's that's kind of the test. It's kind of almost a reverse test. Right. I mean, those situations happen, and then but suddenly the clarity is there. It's kind of. Yeah. You know, it goes a few days. Then why do you go back into unclarity? Unclarity. Yeah. Why do you go back there? You don't have to. Well, it's just you know, it's just part of being human, I guess. No, it's not. You know? No, it's not. Mm -mm. No, yeah. it's part of maybe your human experience, but right. there's nothing in the book I've looked or the book of being a human. It doesn't say yeah, yeah, you have to be unclear. Exactly. But from the past, yeah. you know, those, yeah. those yeah. leftovers. So it's a great yeah. it's a great test for oneself. 
uh, to go back to unclarity. Right. And to see if you can clear up the unclarity you can, and, and, and become clearer. And being proud. Yeah, and this is not a criticism, it's an observation, and a lot of you do that. Like, I'll just be unclear for a while. It's, it's a weird kind of test. You want to be clear? Yes. Good. That was, that was clear. Good. Good. Okay. So stop testing yourself with lack of clarity. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Easy. Easy, they say. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. How do you test yourself? How have you been testing yourself? <laughs> or picking the nose. Uh, <laughs> Linda, you, Linda, you may want to bring uh, those uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get gloves, uh, yeah, yeah. vinyl gloves. I need you. a vinyl glove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has gone yeah. way too far. Oh! Okay. <laughs> hey, we're all family. We're all family. So how are you testing, Linda? I mean, uh, how are you testing? How do you test yourself? Um, yeah, I've been, I was thinking about that while Stefan was talking. Um, I would have said the same thing to start with. Um, I don't think I have been testing myself. Really? Um, but, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Wait for it. Um, <laughs> in the last month, Probably because of Kihak and what we've been doing here, I've had a lot of feeling realization. Yeah, yeah. And then there are times when I haven't felt it. And in those times when I haven't felt it, mm -hmm. I would say, uh, how come? Mm -hmm. yeah, so it's a, oh, why can't I stay in that? And then I get the answer from myself is because it's, it's still very intense mm -hmm. when it happens for the body, the yeah. human body. Right. And so if I'm testing myself, it's almost like testing stepping into realization and going, oh, oh that's, that's strong. Yeah. Come back. So yeah. for me, I don't know if that makes sense. Sure, it's almost like uh, putting your, your toe in the water before you mm -hmm. put your whole body in. Mm -hmm. uh, biggest fear that you have, also many other Chambra, biologic, yep. uh, biology. Yep. What's yep. it going to do to my body? Right. You know, I, you're good with your mind, mm -hmm. your mind balance, mm -hmm. but it, what the hell? Is it going to kill me? Mm -hmm. You know, heart attack, disease, something like that. You mm -hmm. have been in the medical mm -hmm. uh, profession and you understand the idiosyncrasies of, of the, the body. Mm -hmm. So it's actually kind of scary. You would have been better off to unlearn all that medical yeah, stuff, no you know. Uh, <laughs> But, but that's, that's a big, you're testing yourself. I'll give myself a little bit of awareness, mm -hmm. and I'm going to back away. Am I still alive? Yes. Did I get a disease? Uh, so, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Spot yeah. on. But let's just say, um, let's just say your, your body takes a lot of the punches for all this, but it's actually taking more punches every time you stop, start, stop, start. Mm. What, if you just, what if you just went into it? No more testing. And, and what if, worst case, your body gives out? Yep. yep. I say that to my kids. What's the worst thing that can happen? You'll die. Come back, do it again. But, no, no, no. Uh, you I don't, don't have to come, come back. back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this fear of death, you know, it's huge. And it, it's a, well, that's a test in a way, too, uh, but that's another story. But the fear of death, uh, if you go beyond that, uh, die now. Get it over with. We've done that in some of our gatherings, get the hell, mm -hmm. death out of the way. Mm -hmm. uh, in a way, you are going through death anyway. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're going into it, whether you like it or not. But 
let's really start bringing in the new biology. You've got such um, attunement to the understanding of biology at an energetic level, not just medical. But you would be perfect for how to, how to, to really understand the dynamics of this, uh, what has been called the light body coming mm -hmm. in. Yeah. And yeah. just do it, be yeah. the example. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you, with your understanding of, of medicine and mm -hmm. of energy, be that example, bring it in, and stop testing. You got it. Yeah, good. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I look forward to it. Yeah. You just needed permission. That's it. You just needed, it, it's okay to do this. Just go for it. Yeah. A couple more. How have you been testing yourself? Uh, the test, yes. The, the test. Uh, uh, really, I've, I've been more just doubting myself. You know, years well, that's ago, not a test. Uh, yeah, well, years ago I thought, you know, I, I got to get rid of all my fears. Right. And, you know, I'm rolling along, I fear nothing, and, and then you come in and press my <laughs> button and go, uh, I, I think I'm afraid of myself. I believe I'm afraid of uh, succeeding. Right. Why? There seems to... So do you, do you do the funny thing where, you know, you have a little success and then, boom, everything goes away? Yeah, I, I get images of uh, past lives that were not real pleasant. Uh, do you have a lot of money success. in your bank account? Right now, I got some, yeah. I mean, a lot. Oh, not a lot, no. Like um, six figures? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Seven was where I was going. Ah, uh, well, yeah, yeah, I probably got <laughs> okay. some money. Yeah. So, uh, but to my point about yeah. that, is that. Um, Afraid of success, so you let yourself have some, yeah, and what I would call relative comfort, but not like a lot. It, it, and that applies not just to money. I was just using that. Yeah, that just example, everything because relationships. It, you become a target when you're very successful. Oh, well, you know, this guy's got money. Let's go get money from him. This guy has a great business. Maybe I can get a job with him. Mm. It's like those are only the ones you hear about. There's, yeah. a, there's a lot of people out there with a lot of money you don't hear about because they're not, I was going to say assholes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> say that. That's okay. But I'll say it. They're not flashing it around. You know, there are a lot of really wealthy people on the planet that are very quiet people. They don't energetically uh, shoot up a flare to let everybody know. They're allowing abundance in into their life, and they, they don't have to make a show out of it. You just hear about the ones that are targeted because they want to be. Otherwise, they wouldn't be putting the red flare and the fireworks out there for everybody to come after them. I like that. Uh, thank you. For what? Uh, the information. There. Oh, good, good. I, yeah, yeah. Different so, thought. So uh, there's, you're testing yourself with, um, oh, you could say it's your, your power, your success, your, uh, you, you're being a person. And it kind of happens over and over. I, I see some relationship things along that line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some juicy stuff. There. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so why, Andy, why do you test yourself like that? Uh, I Don't. believe it may be fear of self. Fear okay. of me succeeding. Yeah. Uh, but isn't realization, isn't that a form of, I guess you'd, success, you know, something you've been working on for a while. Uh, how are you going to get into realization if you have a fear of yourself succeeding? 
So uh, I'd like to get rid of that fear. Yeah, okay. Why yeah. haven't you? Maybe I need to watch that Stop It video again. That'd be uh, a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, good. Yeah. I like that. Well, no, the, and the answer is, is real clear. Because you, you still enjoy it. Otherwise, you wouldn't be doing it. This is one of these simple, you know, kind of humor and wisdom combined together. If you're doing something you don't like, it's probably because you still like it. You're still <laughs> deriving something out of it. You're still getting something out of it. So go there. What are you still getting out of it? And then end it. Yeah, yes. Uh, may, maybe the comfort of uh, uh, what's the old saying? Uh, better the devil you know. Right. Right. Yes. So, so and, and it, it's not about money or success or anything, but it's about realization and saying if you're afraid of yourself, uh, if, if you're uh, doubting yourself, uh, then you're going to apply that same thing to realization. Stand way back. Look at the energy patterns in your life. Relationships, uh, money, uh, and you've struggled with money in the past, and then, then it kind of came easier. Uh, relationships, money, and, uh, and your body, your biology, which isn't as much of an issue. But, but look at that, and now you can extrapolate that and say, that's actually what I'm going to do in my emergence. Uh, I'm going to test it. I'm going to get a little bit of ways there, and then I'm going to beat myself up, and I'm going to keep having to work at it. I don't like that idea. Good. But that's probably what I'm doing, huh? Probably, maybe, I don't know, but, but the point in the last shout was uh, when it is, it is very common when you get to this point, uh, coming into emergence, into realization, you keep testing yourself. And that's, that's what holds so many people back, tests and tests and tests. Uh, am I worthy? Am I ready? And there's also kind of the thing, a lot of people like to think about it but not actually do it. You know, Sometimes the dream is greater than the reality. You know, sometimes people want to keep dreaming about enlightenment and talking to a, about it and going to classes and all the rest of that rather than just doing it. And, and that's what I'm trying to point out here. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I, I think I've gotten comfortable in my misery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good until then I pointed out, and then you, now you're really gets really miserable. <laughs> it gets better now. Yeah. yeah. Thank Good. you. Thank you. Um, we'll do two more. Okay. Two more. How are you testing yourself? Ooh. -oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the worst possible fear. <laughs> Being handed the microphone yeah. at a shout. Right. Right yeah. Would you mind standing also? Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I could have you come up on stage, but we'll, we'll keep it at this. Uh, how are you testing yourself? Mm, I don't know, Kelly. How am I testing myself? Um, I don't know. It's just, you know. <gasps> oh, that's the bathroom answer. Oh. Hey, you, can, you can use this opportunity to go to the toilet. You hand it Give to her anybody, anybody you don't like. Hand it to, oh, hand it to anybody. Well, right in front. Anybody. Right in front. Just wash your hands. I don't know her. Me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah oh just. Um, I know better too. Oh, <laughs> two minutes is fine. Would somebody pull? And it has to be the boys' bathroom. Oh, oh you can't make her go to the boys' bathroom. <laughs> two minutes is fine. If somebody come and 
pull her out after two minutes. Uh, so, good. Uh, now you've got the mic. So, uh, testing. How have you been testing yourself? I test myself with money. With money? With, like, well, can I afford it or can't I afford it? Should oh. I pay for it? I play with that one really? a little bit. People <laughs> still do that? They worry if they have the money? Mm -hmm. Wow, 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 okay. Yeah, uh, and uh, we're, so uh, give me an example of something you did recently. When you're trying to decide if you should buy a really nice new car or, uh, or not. I, actually, to purchase a home. Purchase a home, okay. Mm -hmm, to yeah. purchase a home. Great. Uh, whether I should. Did you? Move. I have not yet. Why? I'm feeling I need to be kind of in limbo right now, kind of more fluid, not too solid. Yeah. I want to be available. What? What? Just available, you know, Mark. Not, all right, not all right, too, all right. Not, not too, I'm gonna not call, too solid. I'm going to, this is your bullshit life. <laughs> How long have you wanted a house? How long were you homeless? Um, I'm not Homeless. How long were you homeless? Um, probably about um, six months. Okay. Mm -hmm. How long have you wanted a house? Of my own? Yes. Mm, ever since I had a little house in the backyard when I was a little girl. Okay. To my <laughs> I point. Love, I love home. And now you're telling me now you want to stay fluid. <laughs> well. And, and, and just be ready for anything. Mm -hmm. You have house energy. Written all over you. you you've got uh, no. You do. Uh, you know. Some people are nomads. Uh, you're a house person. It's your anchoring. It's your place. It's your sanctuary. And you've kept yourself all your life from having a safe house, all of your damn life. You're make when me you cry. were growing up, <laughs> when you were homeless, and now you're you're you obviously have a place to live, but it's not yours. A safe house. That's your place that you can have – and you can go out traveling, you can do whatever you want to do – but a safe house. It's – I look into your heart, it's so there, and, and then now you tell me this test crap that I, I'm, I'm, I want to stay fluid? No, uh-uh. No, 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 no. Available? <laughs> available. The best place to be available is at your own home. It's just – I'm not going to tell you to do it or not, but it's scary. It's scary. Why? I, 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 that's going to be bathroom time for me. <laughs> no, 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 no. One at a time. How many I stalls are in there anyway? <laughs> She's already using the men's room. No, it, it's it's house time. Oh, it's house. It's time. house time. Oh. Stop testing yourself. Okay. Get the house. You have a place where you're so safe uh, within yourself. Uh, I'm going to talk about houses in a moment here, but you home. Home is so home. good. Home, yeah, is, home so is good. I love home. So, yeah. what does that have to do with freedom? It just—it just means I don't have to go through the. You're testing yourself. It's See, the I, same. You, you can me. extrapolate <laughs> that same thing. Listen here carefully. You can. Ex are you done? I didn't. Oh, yes. I didn't hear the oh. toilet flush, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> Listen. You can extrapolate that same thing. I'm thinking about buying a house, but uh, I want to be fluid right now. I, you know, want to be you know, open to opportunities or anything. You're doing the same damn thing with your enlightenment. Well, I don't want to make any commitments to myself, to spirit, to life, to anything. I, I just you're, – you're, you're, you're chicken. 
you're, no, you are. You're, you're, you're using it as an excuse, and it's absolute 100% macchio. It's, it's bullshit. Uh, so, but you're, I, we see the house game here, and you can you say, okay. But when you start doing that now with your own realization, well, it might not be quite the time, or I'll wait to see if there's something else I have to do, or I'll just stay open and see what the Master says. That's bullshit. Okay. 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 So get the house. And be enlightened. Get the house and be enlightened. I, that's, I like yeah. that. An enlightened yeah. house. Yes, yes. Okay. Change your chair. <laughs> okay, one more. And then we have another question. That's going to be a long-ass day. One more. How have you been testing yourself lately? Oh, I, I hope the camera is really good for catching the look on their face when they get the microphone. Um, How have you been testing yourself? Well, for the past couple months, I've been dealing with incredible anger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. And projecting it outward. Yeah. Um, I don't think so much inward because I've really taken to the stop it. Right, right. Yeah. yeah so you've been kicking dogs and stuff like that. Uh, no, um, uh, sh uh, screaming at drivers and. Can they hear you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they can. Yeah, yeah. Are you using any hand gestures? Uh, no. No, 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 just no. screaming at him. Yeah, I have a good enough voice. What do you What I do you scream to him? I, I just I, I I've never been in a car. Oh, I've been on a lot of horses, but never in a car. So what? How would this look like? What, what do you? Well, it's either back off, shithead. Yeah. Yeah. Or. Um, how can they hear you if the windows? Well, are? the windows are down. Oh, they are. <laughs> so how would you do it? Let's say I'm in the other car and I just cut you off, and and how would you do it? Um, well. If I, when I see him in my rearview mirror, I'm like, back it off, asshole! Do, do you turn around? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you do? Well, no, I'm watching in the rearview mirror. Oh, right, right. So okay. the energy is direct. I just want to hear you like it's actually occurring. So I've just cut you off or, or something, and I'm, I pull up behind you, maybe too close, and then what? Back it off, asshole! Ooh, God. Okay, good, good. <laughs> I just, so anger issues. Uh, right. How is that a test of yourself? I think it'd be a test of other people. Be it, well, I had this realization the other day. It's to keep me from being with me. You know that I'm still projecting out when it was here. Mm -hmm. When it, it, not the anger needs to be here, but I need to be in clarity. How how long did you, in this lifetime, have you been suppressing anger? Oh my God, since birth. Yeah. I mean, a lot, a lot of suppression, right. and uh, it affects the body, as you know. Right. Uh, not so, not so good. Right. Uh, so I wouldn't consider that a test. You know, just yelling out. I mean, you're not exactly getting out of your car with a baseball bat, <laughs> are you? Okay. No. So a little yell out, and and you know what? Um, so many of you are are you you are starting to really learn how to go partly invisible. In mm -hmm. other words, you can you know cuss the you know back off. Asshole. Asshole. Uh, you say it loud. They're oblivious to it. They don't <laughs> see you. They don't hear you. You feel good about getting it out, but that's we're, we're beating around the bush here. No, that's really right. not how you're testing yourself. How are you really testing yourself there? Well, the other aha that came was about self-love, and I had this moment and felt this incredibly deep love 
for me. Yes. And I put my hands on Good. my face and, um, yeah. You test yourself uh, by taking something like that and pushing it up right. into the mental and right. seeing if you can then uh, mentalize it, make it uh, a, 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 a mental concept. You, you, have, um, you kind of have an interesting way of filing things in your mind, mm -hmm. uh, and you take even some of the, the greatest ahas you've had, and you try to put them into kind of mental file cabinets, uh, and, and rather than just letting it be a free and open feeling. And you're still you're testing yourself by, in a way, by saying, am I smart enough to do all this? It's kind of a like a little bit of an underlying issue in your life. Am I smart enough? Well, and I would also say um, opening myself up to the feelings to allow. Exactly. Well, that's feelings. what happens when you go mental. Right. Right, when you right. take a beautiful feeling, a natural, raw, visceral feeling, uh, it's really, truly um, uh, like a, a realization, and you feel it, and then, you, then the human has to go in and quickly try to right. Uh, put it in that mental file cabinet. A and that's a way of testing yourself, uh, but it's also a little bit of a fear of just true open feelings, particularly right. if you think you get angry. Uh, you're, you're almost going to try to suppress those, but try not filing that right away. You get a, right. that feeling that you had a self-love, instead of analyzing it or trying to say, okay, this belongs in this file cabinet under uh, self-love, and now I can analyze that. And, Stop doing that. Uh, it's just going to slow you down. Okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Good, thank you. Let's take a good deep breath with that. You all have been testing yourselves in a lot of different ways as we come into realization. It's very natural, so don't feel bad about it. Don't give yourself a hard time. You do, and it's, it's really asking yourself the question, and am I really ready? Am I really, 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 really ready? And you give yourself another little test. So start looking at some of the habits and patterns of the, the things you do in your life. Uh, and, and like we were talking, uh, you've got this house thing going on. Just do it. You know, stop testing yourself and testing yourself in really odd ways. Uh, just let's get past the testing, okay? You'll start to, you'll start to become very aware of the tests. But there's something else that actually now is really important, and I'm going to bring this up here in the last uh, shout of the wing series, because you see where wings are starting to open up. You're going to start emerging out of that, uh, that cocoon state of, of uh, awakening. Your wings are starting to open up, but there's something really sticky on your wings really sticky, and we, we need to address it here. So I'll begin by asking uh, the question, uh, Linda on the microphone, the dirty microphone, um, <laughs> I begin by asking the question, are you a victim? Linda, microphone please. Are you a victim? I would say absolutely yes. Oh. Okay. Explain. I just got the microphone at this time.
wisdom and humor, you know, together. That was very good. Now, are, are you a, vi a victim? <clears throat> and uh, consciously, no. Mm -hmm. uh, but after having 1,500 lifetimes, you know, on the merry-go-round, yeah. uh, one could begin to suspect there may be something there. Okay. What, what do you think you're a victim of? <clears throat> well, a big one for me has been doubt, mm -hmm. uh, but that's self-created. Right. Um, me putting the brakes on my life, actually that's not really a victim, that's just me putting the brakes on, on, on my life. Mm -hmm. But you, you feel you are a victim? Actually, I don't. Okay. Good. Uh, you're, you're, you've taken SES. You're an SES teacher. Uh -huh. uh, so you truly understand the whole victim energy thing. Uh, but you, you say that you're not. I say that. I just said it. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. Good. No, that's, I don't that's know good. why I did that. <laughs> good. Thank you. Uh, next, are you a victim? <laughs> that was a victim look when you got the microphone. Would somebody please smile when they get the damn microphone? Thank you, Linda. I've been waiting for this. Yes, are you a victim? This is not true. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm thinking before I was victim because this is about mass consensus. Yeah. And uh, now my life. Didn't you not want to get the microphone today? No. Yeah, you did not want to get it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A little bit scared. You, you, you were telling Calder earlier that you're worried about your English? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your English is fine. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. So uh, that was a quick distraction, so we get back to the point. Mm -hmm. uh, so are you a victim? Now I'm thinking no. No. Before, yes. Before. What was the biggest thing you were a victim of? Mass, con mass consensus. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Uh, but you come from a uh, you come from a, a beautiful country with very beautiful people that has been attacked mm -hmm. and, and decimated and raped and all the bad things. I am from Poland, and <clears throat> that's right. It's the it's the heart of of conflict. Yes, I changed country sixteen years ago. Yes, that's why now I'm feeling um, very good. Yeah. Hold with up. my job is a problem. <laughs> what, what kind of job do you have? Oh, I don't want to say sorry because oh, people... Hold hold She's a spy. She's a spy. Uh, <laughs> they never want to say. Yes. <laughs> Good. So uh, the question is, uh, are you a victim? You come from a, a country that there's a huge overlay of victim consciousness. We, we did a gathering there. I would like to go back because there is still some work we need to do with Chambra in Poland. To yes, really course. let this go. Especially with the religion. Yeah. You know. So are you a victim, yes or no? No. No. Okay, good. Not now. Oh, good. Good. Glad to see we're moving past this. A couple more. Thank you. Sampling the group here. Are you a victim? No. Well, were you recently? Up, up, you know, five years ago, ten years yes. ago? Yes. Yes. Wow. To what? Um. I guess my own uncertainty. Living with mofo doesn't make you a victim automatically. <laughs> well, there, there's that. Automatically. <laughs> 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 
It's questionable, but it doesn't make you a victim. So uh, what, what were you a victim to? My own uncertainty and unclarity and restlessness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you passed your childhood or anything like that? No. Uh, no, no, no. No. No? Just um, adult experiences, I guess. Okay. And, but you were, you were past that? No. Okay. No, so I there just is don't feel victim. like a victim yeah. anymore. You, you don't feel like a victim? Mm -mm. Okay. Well, but I'm, I'm hearing some contradiction here. Mm -hmm. You're not a victim, but there's still some... What's going on? <laughs> um, I'm still feeling a lot of uncertainty and restlessness. The uncertainty is not the right word. Mm. You know what it is. That's what? my segue. Please. No, I, I need oh, you to do say Oh, do I it. know? Why do you call it uh, uncertainty? Is that what you said it was? Mm -hmm. Why do you call it that? Why do you call it that? You know what it is. Indecision? No, it's not that. It's not that. You're um, dancing around the subject. Mm -hmm. What is it? Fear. Close. What's the word? It's right there. Half of you get it already. Nice shoes. Thank you. Yeah, I like those. Yeah. Maybe we equip Calder with something that's not all cut up like these. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm sorry. Where were we? <laughs> we were at fear. If but you not can say quite. the word, you're gonna like really clear up a lot of stuff within yourself. All right. We're talking about uncertainty, doubt. Uh, use some other Machio words here. Uh, and it's you don't feel like a victim, you yeah. know, anymore. Um, not you don't you actually aren't uh, you know haunted by outside things. But what's going on here? What's the biggest emotional feeling you've had in the last ten years? Um, yeah. Feeling stuck? No. Feeling, uh, I don't know, sad? I heard that, by the way. I know. Uh, yeah. But I'm not going to the Okay. Bathroom. All right. Good. <laughs> okay. We kind of glossed over it, and yeah. this is a little too intense right now. So, yeah, it'd be disappointing because then I'd have to go in there with you to, so we could continue. <laughs> and the cameraman, it could get awkward. If I say it, it'll have about half the impact on you personally in releasing some stuff. If you say it, it can be gone. Isn't it funny how the mind kind of blocks stuff? You know exactly what I'm talking about, but you can't come up with a word. And it's I can one of these feel it. self, you can feel it. It's one of these self tests. Yeah. And uh, I would say maybe. Yeah, 30-40% of you kind of really get it, but oh, what do we do? <laughs> you want me to tell you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll give the microphone back to Linda, and uh, we're done with the questions for the, for the moment, and I'll get to my point. But really, really feel into what I'm saying here, because this could be, you could really let a lot go. Okay. Lights down, please. 
There's one issue we have to really address, and it's a, it's a sticky, tough issue. And it's one that you want to let go, but you're not going to right away. Uh, it's going to take a little bit because it's so sticky, it's so ingrained, it's so ugly, and it makes you a victim. It makes you a victim. You all have really come a long way, brought in a lot of wisdom, and really stopped being a victim to your parents. Doesn't that seem like ages ago where, you know, the family stuff and blaming them? You stop being a victim to your exes, your ex, you know, husbands and wives and partners and lovers, because uh, you realized it was just like dragging a lot, around a lot of extra garbage with you. So. You stop being a victim to them. You stop being a victim to um, mass consciousness, kind of generally. I mean, you realize it's still there, it can be seductive, but you stop letting it really bother you. But you got this one victim thing, uh, big victim thing left. And it's the victim of feeling guilt, of feeling guilt. That makes you a victim. I'm guilty because I did something bad to another person. I'm guilty because I'm just um, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a nice person. I'm guilty because I'm still carrying around things that I did a long time ago, my my secrets, whether they're dirty secrets, whether they're just deeply submerged secrets, and guilt will make you a victim more than other people, more than anything on the outside. As we're opening the wings right now, and we're about to take off, really to emerge. If you've got that sticky stuff on your wings, you're, you're not going to fly very well. You'll tumble a lot. It's time to take a look at feelings of guilt that are within. Now, they're funny because they're there. You know they're there. You actually know what they are. But the mind plays a game. The mind plays a huge game. And first of all, it will deny being a victim until you finally realize that your own guilt is the biggest sense of victimness that you'll ever have. Your own guilt, far greater than being a victim to a bad family or a bad relationship or job or whatever. You hang on to that guilt. You hang on to it out of shame. You hang on to it as the biggest form of self-testing that you have. You won't let it go because you're feeling too guilty. You're, you're feeling that you did something so incredibly terrible, you can't let it go. How could you let it go? How could you just Make it go away. Well, there's something inside you that says, that wouldn't be right to just release myself from that. I have to carry that around in order to remind myself not to be a bad human anymore. So you have this tremendous uh, this guilt that turns you into your own victim. Usually one thinks of the victim as being something outside of them. but actually the biggest uh, uh, victim, the biggest cause of being a victim is yourself, your guilt. 
It presents an interesting dilemma here. What do you do with it? How do you handle guilt? I can tell you right now, and most of you know, you can't fight guilt. Uh, it will win. It, it, uh, it knows where your vulnerable spots are. What do you do with it? You can't go into embodied realization with being a victim. You've gotten over the outside victim stuff, but what about that inside victim? What about the guilt? As I'm talking here, you feel into the energies of the room of all of us here together. There are amazing flashbacks. You just feel the energy just zooming all around. As each and every one of you looks into your own guilt, and it's funny, the mind has a way of hiding it. You know it's there. You, you know it's there, but you can't say the word. Easiest word, but it's hard to say. That's what guilt does. And, you know, we're not going to process the guilt. I really actually don't have any patience for it. We're just going to get rid of it. But that brings up guilt. <laughs> about guilt. So before we go any further with that, I, I do want to ask uh, an interesting question. Uh, around again with a microphone, Linda. So if if guilt was a, a thing like a, a being of some type, and you had a really big house, uh, <laughs> and you had a really big house with a lot of rooms in it, uh, basement, attic, all the rest of that, nice big house. Uh, where would the guilt live? Uh, Linda, on the microphone, lights up, please. Where would the guilt live? A in the basement. In the, in the basement. Why? Why? Because it's not needed. Not needed. Yep. Yeah. But it's still there in the basement, even though the door is closed and it's way down below. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you do you have much feelings of guilt? Yes. Yeah. Are they in the basement right now? No. Where are they? They're right here. Yeah. How about in the living room? In the bedroom. In the bedroom. Okay. Living room <laughs> and bedroom. Close. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. close. Yeah, I see living room because it's uh, because you, you actually bring them into your life. That's yeah. actually better than storing them in the basement, you know, because then in the basement they're, they're there, but you forget they're there, but yet you can feel that energy seeping up. Yes. So they're in the living room, bedroom. That's no way to live. No. No. And, you know, i got to ask, what, what do you really have to feel guilty about? I'm not expecting an answer, by the way. <laughs> there is that, that tense moment, thank God. No, I ask it uh, rhetorically. What do you really have to feel guilty about? Who's creating that guilt? I am. Yeah, the human. Yes. Master doesn't give a shit. No. Neither does God or the I am or any of that. You know, uh, the, the human likes to think they all really care. They don't care. They don't care. So, so you judge something in your life, uh, and, and that turned into guilt, and now you carry that guilt around. Do you think about the guilt stuff? I mean, does it come up like um, once or twice a month? Uh, lately, it's been coming up more often. More often? I wonder why. Shout. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, we had to start bringing, for any of you uh, here or watching it online, uh, we had to start bringing up guilt stuff. That's actually why I had to walk away for 30 days. It was really to get the guilt to really come up. Uh, and it was probably uncomfortable uh, for you, but you can't fly if you're in a cage of guilt. It just doesn't work. So, I mean, the worst thing you've ever done is not that bad. You like to think it is. And this is where I call your game. Not just you. Uh, your game. Your game. This is where I call your game. It is a huge game that you're playing. This guilt thing. Okay, uh, I'll get into that in a moment. We'll get back to this. So thank you. Thank you for your answer. Where does your guilt live in this big house? Where does it live? Second chance. <laughs> well, you know, after listening to Oh, you went from I don't know to yes. you know. Okay, yeah. good. That was good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Would you mind standing? Af after listening to the different shows, you always say, let it go. Release it. Yeah, yeah. It don't belong to you sure, anymore. Sure. Yeah, where does yours live? It, nowhere. I don't have any guilt anymore because I did the best I can at the time. I, I bet was you doing you do. Whatever. I bet you you do. Uh, and, and, and I'm glad you think you I don't, try but not. <laughs> I bet you you do. Do I? <laughs> yeah, actually you do. Everybody does. Uh, you, you, every human on the planet has levels of guilt. Yeah. I do realize that we are the human. Right. That what I wanted to say is, you know, we reciprocate back and forth right. to the old energy. Right. And the new energy, because we are at this point in time, we're the link. Uh, it does not make sense to me. No, it doesn't no, make no, sense. No, no, no. So no, I'm hearing words, but I'm. You uh, know, it makes sense to me that okay. What do you do? You have any guilt well, within you? You know, if anything, I guess you could say impatience. Impatience, okay. You yeah. never did you ever treat anybody bad? Well, yeah. sometimes I. Would you hold the microphone a little closer so we can all hear your confession? <laughs> I yell at my husband. I you yell guilty. at your husband. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you and love him? Feel, okay, I, so I feel do, guilty would you about hold that. that. Do you love him? Of course I do. <gasps> and so I guess Don't I Don't you have a little feeling uh, there's some guilt in there? Yeah, when I yell at him, yeah. <laughs> Why do you yell at him? Well, because he He's an idiot sometimes. <laughs> Not all yeah. the time, once in a while. I didn't want to say Wait, that. Does he live close by? Is he a big guy? Cause well, you know, everybody has issues. Right. And, you know, sometimes I don't agree with them, and so, you know, it's like stupid to me, so I yell at him. Yeah, I yeah. feel guilty about it. How do you that yell at him? What is that? What's his name? Oh, Michael. Michael. How do you yell at him? Just, I'd like, to, I'm curious. Why are you being such an idiot? <laughs> yeah, but a little louder than that once in a while? Oh, yeah. And what does Michael do? Just looks at me. Like, Just like, okay, like a typical husband. Uh, <laughs> just, I didn't hear a word. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> so let's go back to your guilt. Uh, it's not necessarily about Michael, but... Well, it's because I really didn't have to be that way. I could have handled it better. Right. And after the fact, I feel bad about it. Yeah. And, and we're not going to do any psychoanalyzing no, today, it's but just like, let the it issue go. of guilt that's there that we're going to blow up goes a lot deeper than that. Pardon me? <laughs> the issue of guilt goes a lot deeper than Michael and yelling at him. There are some other issues there. And we're not going to psychoanalyze. We're going to blow up. That's, that's the new energy psychoanalysis. 
Yeah, just blow well, that's it up. why you have to just move forward. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good. That's what I do. I try to do. Okay, that's what I did. I feel guilty about it. What room? It. What room is it in? Oh, I don't know. Living room. Living room. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> bedroom. No. There's no guilt in the bedroom. Um, no. We're too old. <laughs> oh, that's kind of like I don't know. I, I, you're too old. Too old. No. I, I, just for the record here, a human should get better at sex the older they get. Oh, uh, we don't even sleep together. You don't even sleep together. I know oh. that's right. Yeah, okay. But there's no, okay. Uh, oh, this no. is getting really Linda, personal. Stay out, of, stay out of this. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not getting personal. This is life. This is living. Truly, as one gets more comfortable with their body, their age, their… Well, it's not that. …their energy. Actually, the, 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 the bedroom should be much better after, after you're 50, 60, 80. Can you imagine a hundred? <laughs> Boom! Uh, <laughs> no, I can't imagine that. <laughs> Why? Why? It's what, you know, it's I what, you, so long. longevity, you want longevity? Well, have yeah, sex. we're supposed to be No, have sex thing. with yourself or, or other, uh, somebody else. It's one of the keys to longevity. You mm -hmm. stop doing it, you stop living. <laughs> anyway, he has an illness. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Well, he's, you know. No, we, we don't. We don't. I'm, you can be with yourself if you know what I mean. Oh, Edith. <laughs> Edith, in not so quiet a whisper, masturbate. <laughs> Look what happens a simple change of chairs and. <laughs> This is, this is a woman that didn't like when I said fuck, and now she's talking masturbation. It's like, aren't they the same thing? <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, uh, microphone to Linda. One more. Okay. One more. Okay. Okay. Guilt. One more. One more. What room does it live in, okay. in your house? Um, oh, yeah, here. Oh, man, I could feel that. Yes. Hello, St. Germain. Oh, uh, hello. Uh, mostly Adamas. Uh, Adamas. Yeah. Do, do you have guilt? Sure. Yeah. About? Um, opportunities that I just missed because I chose to. Yeah. Why would you feel guilty about a missed opportunity? Well, you start looking back, and this is silly stuff, that you start looking back at a certain age, that how else could I have taken my life and actually the way I went is just fine. The master looks back, uh, and instead of having remorse about what was not done, the master looks back and realizes that actually it was the end. All sorts of things were done. You don't look back and say, oh, I should have done this and should have done that. You said, I did this, and I also did this. Even though you may think you're just making it up, you didn't, because you're always in the and. Uh, the, the past is not uh, singular uh, nor linear. So let yourself go into the past and, and experience the potentials that you didn't necessarily bring into this level, but what room is the guilt in? The guilt is in the kitchen. Why? Why the kitchen? Because growing up in our family, that's where the family lived, was in the kitchen. Yeah. So that's where everybody's stuff 
right. would usually come out there at, mm -hmm. at the dinner table, yeah. which caused a lot of indigestion. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, did you let your stuff come up at the dinner table? No. 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 Guilt, right? Yes. Yeah. You, in a way, it was kind of smart uh, to not bring the stuff up at the dinner table. Uh, you would have probably been sold off <laughs> or something. There was but, plenty of it, so by, nobody missed mine. So. Right. Yeah. But, um, but it's also, there's a lot of internal guilt. And we don't have to go into what it is, because that's not why we're here. Uh, but it's time to let all that go. Right. So, okay, thank you. Right. Thank, thank you. you. I'd like all of you to feel into this. Where does your guilt live? If, you have a, if this is a big house, uh, some of you it's going to be more in the basement, kind of tucked away down there. You haven't gotten rid of it. You know, half the stuff, no, 80% of the stuff in your basement, throw out. Uh, you're never going to use it again. But you keep guilt down there just as a reminder, just because you're not willing to let go of it. A lot of you, it's in the, the attic upstairs, kind of what you call the, the superconscious versus the subconscious. You have it up there in the superconscious, uh, and it is, that's, I, I would say it's the most um, problematic when it's there. Because you don't, you know, you don't think of your attic much, uh, you know, up above, um, but it's there blocking, you know, the superconscious, the opening up, it's kind of blocking things. You put it up there and you kind of forget about it, but it's inhibiting where you're going to go to. A lot of you, your guilt is in the bedroom. Sexual guilt is the strongest guilt of all. Uh, yes, yeah, stronger than, um, the sexual guilt is actually stronger than a guilt that one would have with hurting another person, even murdering another person. Sexual guilt is the strongest of all. Uh, and whether it's a guilt about uh, whether you think you're just a, a big old pervert, uh, whether you uh, have manipulated others, um, could even be in a past lifetime. Uh, sexual, sexual witchcraft is the most effective of all. You, know, you bring a little sex into, into witchcraft, and it's powerful stuff. And some of you have played with that <laughs> in past lives. But when it's in the bedroom, it's, it's really sticky. Uh, really nasty stuff. A uh, lot of you, it's in the living room. Uh, it's there, you park guilt in the living room, and you're not really letting yourself live. You're, you're constantly dancing around the guilt that's in your living room, the place to live. Some of you, like Paul, in the kitchen. Uh, how you bring energy in. How you nurture and nourish yourself. And then it shows up in your body if, you're, if your guilt is in your kitchen. Some of you have it in closets. Not so much in the bathroom. Not a lot of guilt in the bathroom. Uh, oddly enough, yeah. Um, I guess you have other ways of getting rid of stuff. So, but take a look. Where, where is that guilt? Where is it residing? And now, the next part is, we're not going to try to uh, understand, we're not going to try to psychoanalyze guilt. It is time for you to recognize it's a big freaking game that you're playing. That's it. You're playing your own victim game. Victim to victim. Human to victim. It cannot go on. Period. You can't go in and try to remedy guilt. 
because it just makes guilt bigger. You're actually actually energizing it. But once you recognize it's a big game, it's a big way of testing yourself, a big way of holding yourself back, and you just get rid of guilt, uh, you, you will be free to emerge, to fly, to soar. But you're going to try to hold on to it. You're going to try to do a lot of macchio. You, you heard it all here today. There was macchio, there was distraction, there was not answering the questions, there was a lot of stuff. And you're going to try doing that. You're going to try figuring it out in your mind. What am I guilty about? I, and I guarantee every one of you has issues of guilt, self-victimness. It's just time to stop playing the game. That's the question that needs to be answered. Am I ready to stop playing the game of being my own victim? Am I ready to stop the self-testing? Guilt, guilt is a weird thing. Guilt is, uh, is pretty much uniquely human. At least it started here. Uh, you go into other realms, other uh, beings, and there's not a, there's, they don't have the issues of guilt. Humans are really perfected guilt. Guilt starts out first as a judgment, the human mind judging is that right or wrong. Then it turns it into guilt, uh, which is actually is not mental anymore, it's emotional. And it gets into your veins, uh, literally into your veins, but into the veins of your life, into the veins of the energy flow and everything else. And from that, from that guilt, um, it'll drain you. It'll drain you. And guilt also brings rise to drama. A lot of you, if you have, if you look at your life, uh, always having to have some drama occurring. A lot, drama is there's a direct relationship between guilt and drama, because once you start feeling guilty, it cuts off. Uh, a very natural life flow kind of an energy. Then you've got to have drama to bring that energy up again, and then you get guilty about the drama, and it's a self-perpetuating issue. The point in all this is we've talked in the past, particularly in the sexual energy school, about being a victim or being an abuser on the outside world, but now it's taking a look at how you're playing the victim game with yourself, with guilt. It's time to acknowledge, if you're ready, that it's time to stop playing the game. No more guilt. No more guilt. And and part of you is going to insist on holding on to, I was a bad person. I need to feel guilty. No more. That's it. Done. Wipe the slate clean. And that's that's where the issues will come up. Can I really just wipe the slate clean? And then the guilt is going to speak out and say, no, no, you can't. You can't get over it that easy. It's going to take a long time. We have to work at it. We have to, we have to deal with it, process it, inner child and all the rest of that. It's like, no, stop playing the game. Let's just turn that into a marab so we don't get any more mental about it. Let's take a good deep breath. The human experience is a lot of feelings of guilt. And it builds and builds and builds. And it really turns one into uh, a big victim. We come to this point, 
coming into true embodied realization. We're coming to this point, and it's a decision on your part, conscious decision. The master sitting, waiting. I am conscious decision on your part. Are you going to stop playing the game of being a victim to yourself? You know what it's like to be a victim to external things, bad families, bad relationships, business losses, all, all the rest of that. And we've gotten beyond that. Now we have to take a, take a turn to you being a victim, playing a victim to your own guilt. Look how guilt has caused you to live your life, make decisions. How it's caused you not to enjoy a lot of things in life. I would say the worst thing to do with guilt is to try to process it, to address it in any way, to delve into it, to have it counseled. That's exactly what guilt wants. But to say, I am done playing the victim game on myself, game over. No more guilt. Blow it up. That's what we're here to do. This doesn't apply to all humans, no, not at all. It's about you, you, where we are right now. In a very strange way of speaking, humans, most humans, still need guilt. They, they need it for their survival, for their identity. They, they need that element of guilt, still an essential in their life. Not for you. You don't need it anymore. You don't need it to regulate yourself, keep yourself from being a bad person, there's a lot of addiction guilts that uh, that Chamber has. There's a lot of relationship guilts. And we're here, I'm here, to call you on your game. There's some weird spiritual guilts, you know, mostly past life stuff. Going back even to the time of Yeshua and the work that you came to do, spent many lifetimes trying to maintain the sacredness of some of that wisdom from, from the times of Yeshua, feeling guilty that you didn't do it right. But what the guilt is, isn't important. And trying to go figure it out isn't important. What's important is 
before we come to emergence, before we really open up, I've got to ask you. I've been away for a month. I've got to ask you now, me to you, one-on-one, -on -one, Are you ready to give up that game? It's either a yes or a no. That's it. Yes or no. Nothing else. Don't say anything in between. Are you ready to give up guilt? Being a victim to yourself. It is a huge game. And it will hold you back. may say that the guilt has kept you from repeating mistakes. You may say that guilt is even a little bit of your own self-imposed punishment. You may say that guilt is nothing that you really can control. It's just there. It's a demon. You may say that it comes from somebody or somewhere else. No, it's all a game. very simple question I ask is, are, are you ready to stop being a victim? That's it. You can let it go just like that. The word victim is generally used referring to your experiences, relationships with the external being a victim to somebody or something else on the outside. I've never heard it referred to as being a victim to yourself. Your own guilt, shame. Shame of being a human. Falling from grace coming to this planet, taking on a physical body. You bet you never really thought of yourself being a victim to yourself. You know, there's also something in it that you've really liked. There's something you've really liked about being guilty. You're calling you on it right now. Guilt is one of those interesting, kind of emotional, human characteristics. It's so sticky and so, oh, kind of um, dirty, shameful, so insidious, until you stop for a moment and realize the game 
it likes you to think that it's really sticky and dirty and nasty and insidious and creepy crawling or all around all around your house the metaphorical house is like cockroaches termites it likes you to think that it likes you to think that it's hard to get rid of that you're not worthy you actually kind of like the feeling yeah yeah you do you like the feeling of being in guilt otherwise it wouldn't be there i'll tell you something else about guilt depending how you look at it it's also like teflon you know no stick surface if you don't engage in it you don't try to process it figure it out if you don't go into its emotional seduction it's like teflon so easy just it's gone so on one hand you can perceive it to be so sticky nasty hidden in the recesses of your house you can't get rid of it you fall victim to it if that's the game you want to play or you just take a deep breath stop playing the game it's gone it's it's gone that fast kind of like two sides of the same coin nasty old guilt being a victim or truly it's just letting it go gone so I'm putting it to you once again that's a simple yes or no are you done playing the game of being victim to yourself take a good deep breath guilt shame I go so deep sometimes but when we're in a safe space like this it's also really one of the easiest to walk away from the human sometimes has a difficult time with that they oh they struggle say I can't just let it go like that or doesn't the universe keep score no it doesn't the universe does not keep score only you do well feel it for a moment feel the master the master is the wisdom of all your lifetimes feel into it for a moment the master doesn't keep score the master turns everything into wisdom master doesn't judge the I am consciousness itself doesn't have a book of right and wrong the I am 
does not even know what karma is, nor would it care. These are all human perceptions. So yes, you can walk away from it, this guilt, anytime you want, anytime you want the game to stop. you to watch yourself over the next month until our next shout. How often are you going to think about and struggle with this issue of guilt, shame? Are you going to turn this into a mental exercise of how big a victim you are? write stories, put them on social media about guilt and victimness. Because if you do all these things, you're still in that sticky energy. You're still in your own game and it's your own. It's nobody else's. You're still in drama. Or you can just walk away. Stop playing the game. There are no consequences to ending the game in terms of penalties or anything else. If you end the game now, it doesn't make you a better or a worse person or spirit. It doesn't put you back on the road to realization and doesn't advance you. Neither Stop playing the game or not. That's it. That's it. Good deep breath. Next month, we come into the Emergence series. We start not just realizing that we have wings, we start using them. That's why at this last shout of the Wing series, I asked that question, are you ready to stop playing the game of guilt victim? That's it. Decisions are going to be different. Your energy flow will be different. Your ability to spread your wings will certainly change. 
Yes, you initially are going to feel like some emptiness in you, some holes in you. If you say no more of being a guilt victim, there'll be some emptiness because it's been filled for a long time. A long time with some of your guilt. But those holes, that emptiness, are quickly going to be filled by consciousness. By real feelings, not these false feelings. By real feelings. The guilt has taken up so much space in your sensory mechanism that has prevented you from actually feeling all these other senses that we've talked about from really feeling from really experiencing And you can look at guilt any way you want. You can try to look at where it might have come from, or why it's there, or how it got there. None of it matters. It's either time to stop playing your game or not. And it is a huge game. Perhaps the biggest game a human ever plays. Yeah, guilt, being a victim to yourself. I'm kind of just passing time here. Well, I'm feeling into all of your energies, and we've gone from confusion to being very uncomfortable, even some anger in this in this mirab, just gone from confusion, some anger and some sadness. Now what I'm sensing is so many of you are Taking a deep breath and just saying, the game just ended. And even if the mind cannot quite know where to file this game, how to, how to think about it, you have the intuitive, you have the innate feeling, enough so you can say, the game ends. I am not going to keep playing it. It's not a game on the outside, it's a game on the inside. Guilt. Let's take a good deep breath.
good deep breath. So I would say about 38% um, of you have clearly answered the question, are you going to stop playing the game? There's no, there's no race, there's no time limit for the rest of you, but some of you are thinking about it. Then you hear yourself saying yes, and the next minute saying no, and then you're getting right back into a game. But I'll give you 24 hours uh, to make that decision, yes or no. It's, and again, we don't want to overprocess this, but guilt is a huge self-imposed game. That's it. Self-imposed game. It'll tie up your energy and tie up your realization. You can let it go just by saying, I'm done with the game. And then don't worry about it. Don't, don't process it. It will go on its own. It's going to be like Teflon. But if you dive into it and start trying to analyze it and everything else, it's really, really, really sticky. So let's take a deep breath. You've got 24 hours to consider. And then onward into emergence. And with that, no matter what you decide, remember, all is well in all of creation. Thank you. Thank you. And so it is. I invite each of us to stay with the good deep breath. Adamus puts so much forward to us. Take that good deep breath, and don't forget you've only got 24 hours to make that decision. <laughs> and remember, for 30 days there could be things going on, but no matter what, just stay with the good deep breath. Stay with the good deep breath, because we know Adamus will be back here on August 4th to serve it up more. So take that good deep breath and feel into this and allow yourself to be there for the emergence. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for this live audience, for being so gracious with your participation and your challenges. Thank you to everyone listening or watching. Thank you to the staff and everyone out there. We can't thank you enough. We'll be back August 4th. Thank you. Stay with the breath. Oh.